This portion of the show is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agency. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Horowitz here. Happy to be here with you today. I think I got a, a, a pretty good hour of the show here, first hour of the show for you, uh, because I've, I've got clips today, and I just found out that I have a bleep button on the board after all these years, <laughs> so we may add some colorful bleeps once in a while, because I, I think it illustrates a couple of clips and a couple of the stories that I've got for you on the local and Arizona level, how siloed and how much many of our public officials, I hate to call them that, public officials, so-called public representatives, they live in such a vacuum right. and they just have no idea what we're talking about anymore. No. And I think it's evident in some of the things happening in their school districts, happening in uh, like our county boards and things like that, is that they just, when you watch- There's it, no other point of view There's given. no other there's point no of view. There's no dissent among the members a lot of times. And, and then it's like, you just feel like they don't have any idea what the other half or so of the people yeah. out there think. Yeah. In a place like Flagstaff, for example, maybe it's not even half, maybe it's 40%, okay, but it's but still a sizable that. proportion yeah. of your community that you're like, you're pushing such garbage on the people that the, but I don't, the people aren't paying attention because I hadn't watched, and this is, I'm talking about a, a Flagstaff Unified School District board meeting, but you could probably watch a lot of your local school board meetings and be like, whoa. What are these people talking about? I mean, watching a meeting, they're just like sighing and giggling through the whole thing. And just like a, when, when they say something about figures when it comes to private schools and ESAs and things, you're like, they, they don't even have the facts right. Yeah. And uh, it, it is bizarre. And it's quite frankly alarming to see it um, and, and see the disconnect. Now, in fairness, I probably don't quite understand them as well. And I think that their policies are out of their mind a lot of times. But I think that my stance and your stance is so much more aligned and in tune with, you know, true American values that have been with us for hundreds of years. And these guys have taken this wild left turn that's accelerated in the past five years dramatically. It's right. insane. Well, and when you're talking about a body of five members or whatever, seven or yeah. however many there are. And five on this board, yeah. Supervisors, your school district, whatever. When all five are basically of the same opinion, that's the problem. Yeah. There's no, there's no dissenting viewpoint, not even within, <clears throat> excuse me, I get my, my throat continues, not even within the staff members or anything. They're all thinking the same and they're doing a really bad job because of it. And they're losing enrollment numbers and they're sitting and you're watching them. They're truly baffled as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're truly mm-hmm. baffled as to why kids would take their, why, why, why parents would take their kids out of these jacked up public schools. Right. It's, well, it's, and they it's, don't want to look crazy. in the mirror no, at all. They don't. They don't. All right. I want to get to that. Plus some uh, updates from Davos. I've got some clips on that one, at least one. Uh, these people are out of their minds over there too. Talk about another vacuum. I do hear that they're starting to invite like a token amount of conservatives to speak and ignore. Just to have the perception that they're bipartisan. (laughs) So they can say, oh, this was a bipartisan group because there was three out of 3,000 or something, whatever the number is, that actually have a different point of view and that go there to say, 
you know what up yours i'm tired of hearing this crap stop you mm-hmm. guys are out of your mind mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's watch your local governments too they do that all the time they'll go do public meetings on some project or some tax or some bond or whatever and they'll sprinkle in you know one or two opposition Oh, and but they'll say, oh, we had a bipartisan meeting where 100 people from the community showed up and they overwhelmingly supported this issue. It happens all yeah, the time. Yeah. They guide this exactly how they want it. We'll get to all that and much more. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to block all this out from your windows, call the Blind Brothers and get those blind shutters or shades installed as soon as possible. Because before you know it, the Davos people will have drones looking in trying to figure out if you're wasting energy or just even having a good time and laughing. They don't Mm -hmm. like laughter, I don't think. Call the Blind Brothers. They'll be able to help you out. They'll get you great new blind shutters and shades just like they did for me and Angela in our home. Uh, Very happy with them. Still working good. Mm -hmm. Haven't fallen Mm -hmm. off. Um, cracked in half. They still close. They keep the, the warm air in and the cold air out all year long. Mm-hmm. So we love them. They, they did a good job for us. The Blind Brothers, 928-634-2423, 928-634-2423. Or you can get more information by going to theblindbrothers.com. Okay, so let me switch gears here for a second to more of a worldly view and uh, the Davos thing that's going on. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken went there. You know, they show mm-hmm. up. What does he show up in? What does he show up in? Private jet? N- no, solar-powered airplane that goes across the sea. Oh, that It had one. sails. Okay. It had sails on uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. No, he showed up in a, in a, in a Boeing 737. Mm-hmm. Boeing, or I don't know, woke company of the year, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they've been focusing more on wokeism than on, you know, like, like doors and like sides of planes coming safe. off. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. Well, uh, well, Blinken's in his 737 thing. It broke down. It had some kind of uh, oxygen leak or something like that. That thing broke down, right? Mm. <clears throat> so, what, you know, you, you go to the, now Davos is all the elites and the, it's the end of the world as far as the climate and all that, right? Year mm. after year. Now they're going after just um, misinformation and all that. They, that's their big thing now. But their big thing is climate change and how we're about to destroy the world. So you all show up in your big jets. Oh, that makes sense. So he had to leave there in a uh, private jet, and the rest of his flunkies that came along had to fly commercial back (gasps) to D.C. It's sad. It's really sad. Oh, no. It's really sad. Okay. Now, another one here from Davos, um, illustrating how they're living in a vacuum, and quite frankly, I think there may be some... Well, I don't want to say there's mental issues or anything, because I don't know this person. I don't know Jojo Jojo Meta, founder of Stop Ecocide Now, um, who spoke... At the conference, ecocide as a word is becoming more. It's becoming better known around the world, and the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, legally um, what speaking, our organisation and other collaborators aim is to have this recognised legally as a serious crime. Because one of the issues that sort of pervades all of this discussion <laughs> is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people Stop and that. property. Um, and that's, I mean, you know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, and so, and, and you know, unlike a an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent. With ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do, is make money, is, oh, no. is, is farm, is farm. fish, is do all of these fish. things that are um, you know, producing energy and so on um, as well. But what's, Consuming what's energy, missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. 
that happens with that. There's nothing. I, I, okay, I love the Brits, right? But the accent just gets to me when it's that thick. But when there's a pretentious one, that's <laughs> yeah. like the NPR of Britain, the lecturer. Yeah, the side effects of that, and you're just like you're just nauseated just watching her talk. And I, I don't know if she's having a seizure or something, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just nauseating. Maybe maybe she's not. Na- I should nauseating. It's just nauseating. <laughs> Isn't that any talk? <laughs> These people. <laughs> <laughs> going crazy yeah. with the bleeper yeah okay i'll stop bleeping now but no it's just it's it these people are out of control and you could tell the attitudes she's talking about farming and yeah. you know and business mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. she said um produce energy. she meant consume energy mm-hmm. it consumes energy i mean you dirty humans you need food and farming and i mean that's you it just sees that the arrogance and just the oh that's davos mm-hmm. that's these elites meeting over there yeah unbelievable unbelievable these people jojo meta Jojo Meta. Look up that video. That was on Zero Hedge. I wonder how she got there. Well, I mean, if you start a thing called, what, what was it called? Uh, Stop Ecocide Now. I mean, you're, you're pretty much on the list. No, you know, I mean, how, oh, how she got there. Transportation wise. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it was, it was like it was a hologram, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, it they, was. They, they, they shot in a hologram. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what that was. Yep, interesting stuff there in Davos. Um, but on a local level and on a statewide level, um, you've got this, this, these school boards that oftentimes are, quite frankly, stacked with just really, really leftist liberal people. Yeah. A lot of times they don't even have kids in the school. Mm-hmm. They're just on a mission, right? Right. I, right. I don't know every case, but and a lot of them are. They're not ashamed to admit it either. They flat no. out say, oh, no, this is my soapbox. This and is this my is, soapbox. This is what I'm passionate about. And I'm a, I'm a um, what do you call them? I don't know, the, flaming liberal? <laughs> no, <laughs> activist. Activist. I'm an activist. I'm an activist in Davos. I'm going to take a lot of drinks here because I got a little cough. Um, so, yeah, the, the, you read it. The, there was an article. I saw this in Arizona Daily Sun um, that the FUSD board had met on, I think it was January 9th, uh, to, to do some discussing of, of various things, including reports on how empowerment scholarship accounts you know, the backpack of money, the kids going to the private schools with the state funds or your tax dollar funds, I should say, because it ain't their money. It's all our money. Yeah, right. They don't right. have any money. They take our money. That's yeah. the thing that these people that, you know, 40% of the U.S. Uh, economy is now government. And so it's hard to understand that that money actually comes from somewhere. Yeah. It's not right. your money. Yeah. But anyway, they had a meeting to talk about how, um, you know, they're losing kids and more and more they're losing money because more and more kids are enrolling for the ESA within the FUSD boundaries. Right. 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 Um, so anyway, we, we pulled the video and we're watching it and um, they go on and on about how they're losing. Um, let's see. 843 kids last year they lost, they said. Um, or had to pay for 843 kids are on the ESA. Yeah. That, as of the end of the first quarter, I think of okay. this school year, Okay, as opposed to 370 the yeah. year before. And then, so I don't know that it was 843 in the year. It was, I just think within the FUSD boundary, there's 843 okay. Okay, currently on ESA. Okay. And it's up from 370 the year before yes. and up from 33 the year before, but then the, the program was just uh, very limited before well, that. So before that makes sense. the expansion, it was limited to, you know, intellectual problems, developmental delays, you know, and then you could get the 
specialized funds in the ESA. Yeah. We had to qualify for some reason or another before it became universal. Well, here's what the superintendent of the Flagstaff Unified School District is, is Michael Pensa. And um, he's going over these numbers here in the video. It depends on students. He was, let me back up. He was, he was asked um, how much funds do they get by using the, the public funds, the tax mm-hmm. do- your tax mm-hmm. dollars to go to public schools. Here's his, here's his response. It depends on student needs. I, I saw an average um, student in the ESA was receiving, it was like $9,700 is kind of the average. It can range from um, like a per pupil, like a, uh, about $7,000 to a student with significant special needs might be 36, receiving thirty dollars to $40,000 a year. So Small numbers. Ninety-seven hundred dollars. Is that that's kind of like the average? If you put the seventy, no, no okay. of, the, of the seventy-two thousand statewide student kids or student, uh, students enrolled in this program across the state, it's about the average of if you took all the dollars. So it's about double what we get for us. It's more than we're getting. Yes, uh, per pupil. It's about double. It's about double. It's about double what we get. It's about double if you didn't hear. Right. Uh, Transfers is about. Forty-nine. We get about forty-nine hundred per student. Well, let's say they get even more than half. They get even yeah. more than half. <laughs> so they're sitting there wrangling over. Um, is that done yet? They're sitting there wrangling over the amount. So the ESA money does come from the state pot of money. See, mm-hmm. government's funny mm-hmm. because it got all different slices of money, right? Um, and they're calculating. You have those numbers written down because it's already left my brain that the kids are getting like, or the school districts getting less than the average the average on ESA on ESAs. Yes. Um, and I'd heard that the ESAs were around 7,000. They're saying the state average is 9,700 or That's so. That's because some of them that need extra yeah, yeah. help and extra aid, maybe an aid all day or whatever their situation is, those kids might get 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. Maybe they need extra you know, interventions and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So the, the average bumps up. It's not a right. good measurement. Most people I talked to is around 7,000 and change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we get less from the state, right? But what they forget to mention, nobody in that group mentioned, that's why they're living in a vacuum. Nobody stands up and says, yeah, but wait a second. We get a lot of money from the local taxes. The property taxes. Half. You, I don't know if it's the exact number because somebody will flag me on this, but somewhere close to half of those property taxes going to your local school district. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've heard the figure of between 13 and 14,000 is what it's the average cost of the average again, cost of a kid to go to the public school. Right. But they have their own, you know, kids with special needs too, of that cost a lot more than the average yeah, kid. Yeah, of course. To, um, to teach. So, and, the, so they're yeah. trying to sit there and say that, Oh, you know, we're getting only four and they're getting 4,900 4, and we're, and the, the rest is getting sit 9,700 as if that's the end of the story. But what about the other nine or $10,000 per kid that's coming in on the local side? Right. And when my kid doesn't go to your school, I, I'm a, I'm a Coconino County resident. I'm in the Flagstaff Unified District, School District boundary, all the, and I pay some, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not being big headed here or anything, but I, I fund a couple of teachers salaries with our property yeah, taxes. It's, with our, yeah. With yeah, our, with, with our, real, the real estate, real estate we're involved yeah. in. My kids don't go to those schools. Right. And the so 800, the 843 people that have taken advantage of the ESA system in, in FUSD alone, uh, their kids don't go there either. And they're paying local property taxes. Mm-hmm. Nobody mentions that. Right. That's the vacuum. No. I don't even know if they know. 
Well, I, I don't they, know if they, they know where not. the money comes from. Yeah, they might not. But the fact of the matter is that no one brought it up yeah. when they're talking about how much money we get per pupil to educate. And no one brought up the fact that, well, 4900 is just the state money. Yeah. It doesn't include the property tax money. And when 873 students don't even go there, then you're still, getting, still the money. getting their property tax money. Yeah. Can, can we have that money and now? They don't even go there. Pensa, the superintendent, also pointed out that 75%, according to him, never attended FUSD before they took advantage of the ESA, meaning that, oh, all of a sudden, all these people that weren't taking the state tax dollars Mm -hmm. are all of a sudden getting the state tax dollars, and we're not, the the school district, right? Uh Let me just go with this, superintendent. You've probably been getting the money from those families who have been doing homeschooling or private schooling, paying for themselves for decades and decades and decades. You never said anything then, like, thanks, you're not even coming yeah. to our school and we're getting your money. Yeah. It's, again, devoid of uh, living in a vacuum, and they don't even see it. Well, and I'm thinking that they're looking at last school year's numbers, but they've lost kids over the last three or four years yeah. at an alarming rate because of COVID. And people I mean, woke no up. one mentioned that either, that, okay, well, maybe 75% never attended uh, FUSD that are getting the ESA. But maybe some of that 75% had attended FUSD at some point, mm-hmm. but maybe it just wasn't last Our year. son, for example. Yeah. He left FUSD well before the ESA program came, came out. Yeah, 2020. And he did homeschooling for a year, mm-hmm. and then he went to the private school. How does he count in that equation? Right. And we took him and out of the FUSD. Year I homeschooled him. We didn't get any money. We didn't get any money. Yeah, we still paid our property taxes. Yeah, we taxes. still paid the property yeah. taxes. Again, school boards. You need to get a little, you talk about diversity all the time. You need to sprinkle a little bit of diversity in your meetings because you are utterly clueless as to what half the population believes, thinks, sees, visualizes, deals with. You're, you're living in a bubble. Mm-hmm. You're living, and, and I got to tell you, it was actually, if you watch this meeting, I'll put a link in the, in, in the podcast. It was embarrassing to watch these people embarrassing. I was actually getting embarrassed for them because they were giggling all the time and just saying snarky little stupid comments. These are public officials. One time, I don't know if it was a staff member or the board, one of the board members, um, they said something about um, you know the, the records, the numbers, and they haven't gotten updated numbers, right? It's right after that clip I played. Something to the effect of, oh, we haven't gotten those numbers. Somebody said, and I quote, Mr. Horn's too busy suing woke districts. Uh-huh. And they start giggling, you yeah. know, things like that. None of them could contain themselves. Many times they're just kind of humming and hauling and sighing, you know, and, and, and you'd mention ESA and the numbers and they'd just be like, oh, just a gas. It's just, oh. Yeah. You know, it's just, it is, it was hard to watch. I'd encourage them to watch back and maybe if they have a conservative friend, like an honest one that wants to really tell them that you guys really need some diversity there. Even if the f- folks in yeah, Flagstaff. Yeah, they about diversity, yeah. yet they don't have very much of yeah, it. Yeah, even if the folks <laughs> in Flagstaff didn't elect to get some conservative members in there, it still behoove you to get a little diversity in there because you look and sound pretty stupid well, when you talk about this stuff. Well, and it's not just the board members, the elected ones. There's the whole admin Th- they're, they're the all district. They're all signed. So it was the, embarrassing. And those ones are at the meetings and present uh, yep, things yep, too, but yeah, they don't say anything. Same either. mindset. Yeah. It was the same mindset. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know, I got a, a brand new dump trailer from American trailer company uh that, man such high quality and their customer service at american trail trailer company was just awesome as well 
Uh, this is a veteran-owned company, no city sales tax. That's kind of cool because it's north, about five minutes, six minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall there on 89. Really competitive pricing. You don't have to go down to Phoenix. Uh, most of the time, they're going to be around the same price, maybe even lower than Phoenix, and they'll save you that trip. Stop by an American Trailer Company just north of Flagstaff, or check out their really huge inventory at americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. All right, um, hit the wrong button there. When we come back, uh, I've got another example of just the disconnect. Uh, Katie Hobbs, she put out there that she wants these private schools that are getting ESA money to go through more security checks, their employees and all this. Um, so this particular school board, Flagstaff Unified School District, they talk about that, but moments before voted on something. Total hypocrisy here. It's crazy. Hang, hang, hang tight. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Thinking about refinancing your home? Call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Mention a Jeff Orbit Show and get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Uh, Kim's your Northern Arizona girl who knows this market very well. Nova Home Loans is Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender, so they can make decisions like a bank, make decisions like a broker, find the best program for you out there. If you're kind of mired in credit card debt because of all the inflation that's been going on and you just got stuck in that trap and you've owned a home for a few years, you might have a lot of equity. You might be able to consolidate that all into one loan. Why don't you call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458, 928-310-6458, go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Welcome back. Comments, always welcome. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And I, I believe this stuff's happening at all your local school boards. I mean, there are some that are more probably conservative leaning. And I'll yeah, be fair, sure. there probably are some that have no liberals on it as well. That's that's probably true. It's probably true. Yeah. Although the public education system tends to be saturated with a lot of leftism, mm-hmm. even in more conservative areas. But if you're in a conservative area and you have zero liberal voices, I would suggest the same thing. Sprinkle a little diversity on there so you don't mm-hmm. look like the people at the Flagstaff Unified School District School Board. And it's an embarrassing looking meeting when they're talking about things that they clearly have such a bias on mm-hmm. and they can't contain themselves. It's, yeah. just, it's just have some composure, it's just like people. The professionalism I know. is gone. Get some, get some the composure window. there. Um, one other thing that happened, remember a couple weeks ago, there was an allegation of a bus driver at the Flagstaff Unified School District. And I'm going to go to my article here. We've got, uh, if you haven't subscribed to my top news picks, just go to talkwithjeff.com, put up articles every day. Uh, yeah, this is on January 5th. Arizona DPS arrests FUSD employee on allegations of luring a minor for sexual exploitation. Um, wound up being a bus driver that was accused of this. Um, and they arrested the bus driver, right? So they had a meeting on January 9th at the Flagstaff Unified School District. And they were talking about, and I remember that story, because they were 
Oh my God, look at the time. I'm going to have to take a quick break. My oh. timing's off today. Oh. When we come back, I will play you the clip because at the, at the school board meeting, they actually dealt with the bus driver, but then they got onto the private schools and how the private schools aren't properly screening the employees, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. yet they just actually went through a firing process for somebody, I assume, that was quote unquote, properly screened. I'll get to that in just a second. Remember, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, it's called Diamond Auto Glass first. They'll get that taken care of for you really quick. Don't let it spread to the rest of your windshield. 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. I promise you have the clip when I come back. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Angela's here with me. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Comments are always welcome. Comment in the podcast as well. Share it with your friends. So I'm talking about the disconnect with our many in our government that are supposed to be our representatives. Um, from the local level all the way up to the super elites that we're meeting in Davos, totally disconnected from the, I would say, the common man and woman the average, around the world, yeah, the average kind of middle person. middle of the road person. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've been talking about this meeting at the, in Flagstaff that the school board had there for the Flagstaff Unified School District, and they, to me, are, are a perfect example of the vacuum that exists in our public education system. They just, they need to sprinkle some diversity there. Now, back in um, early January, January 5th, the Flagstaff Unified School District put out a press release, which I now get, by the way, after a six-month absence, and then the Goldwater Institute stepping in to make sure that we get press releases so we can see this stuff. They informed me and the other people on the list that a DPS arrested an FUSD employee on allegations of luring a minor for sexual exploita- exploitation, and um, Flagstaff Unified School District, um, what it, it occurred on social media, apparently, that mm-hmm. the, you know, the allegations of trying to lure this, this minor. The guy, the guy was a bus driver for the Flagstaff Unified School District. So fast forward to the meeting that happened on January 9th, and they, they take care of this issue, this employment issue. But they also, later in the meeting, they talk about the private schools in Arizona and Katie Hobbs, Governor Katie Hobbs has a plan. And one of her things, she really hates the ESAs. She hates that fact that you're using your tax dollars to send your kid to another school rather than a woke school. And she's going after it every angle she can. And one of the big ways she's trying to hit it is safety. They always bring up safety, safety, Mm -hmm. safety. Mm -hmm. Your kids are going to get this or that or the other thing. Right. And the issue of background checks came up that's, basically insinuating that employees of private schools are not getting background checks like the public schools, right? Right. right. Here's what they said during this board meeting. Governor Hobbs came out with um, a plan that, you know, needs to get hammered out uh, with the um, legislature. Um, Some ways that could increase student safety, because there's been some concerns about um, um, 
people maybe who didn't have some of the background checks and things, um, you know, are providing instruction for the state funded program. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. That, that, some of the board members like, again, aghast. They're just like, huh? Oh, that's, that's how they were. If you watch this video, you, you see it. They're like, Oh, those private schools, they don't, they don't do any background checks. Yeah. They're hiring these, just, just whoever just off, the off the street with, you know, that's been convicted of whatever, you know, uh, sex offenders or something. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, it's just, just, just the body language is just like, you're like, really? Yeah. You are on camera. I'm, 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 I'm on camera today too. <laughs> <laughs> you are on camera. And so they act like, well, this is just this, 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 this is just happening. These private schools, they just, they're hiring all these people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, let's rewind a little bit earlier in a meeting. They discuss the aforementioned issue of Arizona DPS arresting an FUSD employee on allegations of luring a minor minor for sexual exploitation. They have to do a vote uh, to get to get rid of the guy. All right. Moving on to some not so pleasant business. Thank you, Madam President, members of the board. Um, so this evening we are recommending the dismissal of employment for Jason Curley um, pursuant to Arizona Revised Statute 15550 Section D. Mm-hmm. Any questions from anyone? I will move to approve. Wait, 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 wait. I, I got a question. I'm on the board. I got a question. I got a question. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> what is our process for um, hiring bus drivers yeah, did and other this employees? Person have a background did this check? person have a background check? I'm just wondering. I'm just, can I have some answers to that? No, no nothing. Nothing. No. They voted unanimously to fire the guy, right? Yeah. On these charges. Yeah. But but then ten minutes later was the previous clip I played where they were just, oh, oh, the private schools don't do any background check. Yeah. They just voted ten minutes to can a guy who got arrested under allegations of luring a minor for sexual exploitation. Their words, their press yeah. release. That happened on January fifth. They fired him on January 9th. Ten minutes earlier in the meeting, ten minutes later, they talk about they're sitting there bagging private schools because they don't do background checks. And they is, that, do back- is wait, that true, though? Wait, okay, I'm on the school board. I'm the, your token conservative on there, right? Let uh-huh. me raise my hand. Wait, wait, is there anyone, has anyone reached out to the private schools to see, did they, is that true? Yeah, are you I, serious? Really? They don't do a background really? check? That's, wow, those, those people are crazy. Yeah. Wow, who would send their kids to those private schools where they just, they hire anybody who walks in? Oh, you got to be kidding me with these people. Yeah. You got to be kidding me with these people. <laughs> you, we send our kids to private schools. Do you drive for the school, like, like, um, uh, class trips and stuff? Yeah. Okay. okay so what, what, just, what, you, you don't work for the school. No, I don't even work there. Please elaborate. I had to get fingerprints, no. background check, <gasps> insurance card. Just to drive to a field trip. Oh, oh, I'm just, I can't believe that they made you go through all that. Just as a parent? Yeah. As a parent of a kid? Fingerprints. Fingerprints? Background check. Crazy. That's crazy. Now, I don't know if every private school does that, but I would guess in this era of craziness in our world that they do. If they don't, I would ask that of your private school. Do you do background checks on the teachers? And if they don't, I would say, I actually can agree with Hobbs on that. That's yeah. fine. Uh-huh. But she, she didn't do it. Hobbs and the school board didn't mention it. And it, this isn't the battle cry. Some memo ones must have gone out. 
they're not doing it because they actually want to get background checks because they probably know most schools are doing background checks. Mm -hmm. They do it because they want to plant in your head the seed that there's a bunch of perverts running the private schools. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And it's sickening to watch. Again, sprinkle a little diversity into your meeting because it's, it's nauseating to watch this kind of stuff. And by Absolutely the way, nauseous. the private oh, the school way. that our kids attend, they do have background <sighs> checks on yeah. the teachers yeah. and the employees there. According to the information I got from somebody I know at the school, uh, they have to have level one clearance cards, which is the same as all public schools. And all ba- all volunteers are background checked as well. <sighs> Thank you very much. Wow. Proven. How long would it have taken you to, to not one person in that staff could have stepped up and, and brought some some realism and truth to that meeting? Yeah. People, I you got to pay attention to your, your local school board. If you're sending your kid to these schools, I mean, if the agenda isn't painfully clear right in front of your eyes, I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And and I would here's what I would like to see. Here's And hopefully my press releases keep coming here. Here's what I would like to see. What are, where, where, where are we at? 843... FUSD boundary students are now in ESAs up from 370 to previous year. I want to see 2000 next year. I want to see these people meeting saying we're losing some money. We've got to yeah. shut down some schools. They need to That's what I want address to see. the issue of why the kids yes. are leaving yes. not, and stop whining and complaining about the money that oh. they're losing oh. with ESA. Instead, their meeting should be about, well, why are we losing kids? Yeah. Why are the kids choosing the ESA and the other Home avenues of, of education? Micro schools, and online what schooling. what are we going to do about this? Yeah, because this trend ain't changing. And I mean, I, I have not watched every meeting. Maybe they are doing that, but I've never, I haven't heard I don't want to watch every meeting because yeah. I took my kids out of the school yeah. because I was getting nauseated when they went there. And, I, and now I'm nauseated again. My blood pressure is high. I'm using a bleep button all of a sudden. All I know is when we left the charter school that Olivia was at, they didn't ask why we were leaving. Yeah. yeah when yeah, we left yeah. FUSD, when we took Owen out. Nope. Did they ask why we were leaving? Nope. nope. Did we get any kind of questionnaire on, you know, what exactly, you know, how do you feel about this, that, or whatever? Oh, let Just me tell for you. feedback? Nope. Nothing. Not a single time. Nothing. No one at the school, either school contacted me. I mean, they knew basically why we were leaving, but there was no formal exit yeah. questionnaire or anything like that done. Hey. Which... Why? Why wouldn't they? If you're on the fence, it's really time to consider this stuff. It doesn't even have to be the ESA because maybe they're going after those tax credits too. We need to research that a little more. Um, I'm going to send a, a message to superintendent for the state, Tom Horn, get him back on the show. They mentioned him during the show. I'll let him know that they you know, think he's just pursuing suing <laughs> yeah. woke too he's much. He's too busy doing he's woke. He's too busy doing yeah. woke. And well, somebody has to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad he is. Right. You know, I really am glad he is because you guys just don't see it. You don't see it. Love to hear from you, though. What's going on in your school district? <laughs> you watch the video yourself, though, and send me some clips because that was mind-numbing. Yeah. It was like a couple hours of my life I know, just and how long has up. it been since we've watched one of those meetings? That's, like a year, maybe? That's, that's <laughs> the thing. I, I haven't watched them often, and when you step back for a while and then come back to something, and it's been like a year or two, maybe mm-hmm. even longer, it's changed dramatically from when I was nauseated a couple years ago. That's how fast it's progressing. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Send those comments in. Love hearing from you. All right. If you're speaking of woke, um, if you're tired of woke corporations and, you know, 
investing in these woke corporations, you know, like, wow, they really care more about what was that? What was that eco side? Mm-hmm. And they, they re- and wokeness is, is slowly getting ripped out. The, the heart of it's getting ripped out of these corporations because so many Americans and people around the world are like, oh, I'm nauseated like, by you too. Stop. I'm so sick of you. Anyway, Glenn Lease has been like that. Glenn Lease comes on the program from WT Wealth Management. He talks about these social issues. He's not, you know, um, taken aback by it. Like, oh, I can't, I can't discuss this. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad more and more people are standing up. Uh, he looks at woke, um, you know, they have, they have a woke mitigation portfolio that looks at companies that maybe aren't looking at your best interest, which is trying to grow your portfolio, right? Why don't you call Glenn Least? He wants to put the power back in the hands of you and, and make your portfolios great again. Call Glenn Least at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at 928-225-2474. podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Remember, if you need your heater serviced, call Gettles High Desert Mechanical right now. They'll get right on that. They'll make sure you're back up and running. I know more storms are coming in. I heard we may get three and a half inches, which is a weird number. But anyway, call Gettles High Desert Mechanical at 928-567-2200. 928-567-2200. Or go to Gettles. Let me spell that for you. G-O-E-T-T-L-S. GettlesHDM.com. Welcome back. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. What's the weather? Um, I, well, when I was researching that FUSD story, the Daily Sun said we were getting three and a half inches on Thursday. No, that, that's okay. If it was three and three, exactly if it was three, and, three and, and three quarters, yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle that. That's, exactly. that's a bit excessive. Yeah, not three to four, not yeah. like a varying. I remember one time we got amount. three and seven eighths. Yeah. That was like, whoa. Exactly three and a half. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh, so far for the month of January, we've had 20 inches. That's kind of lame. Well, it's only the 17th. That's still lame. Hmm. I'd like to see us around the 50 <laughs> inch mark at this point. Or I mean, like I bought a tractor last year. 2.5 mark or. Yeah, something like that. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. If you're new to the area, uh, that could mean any, anything. That could mean. Oh, for sure, yeah. That could right. mean three and a half inches. That could mean three and a half feet. I'm not saying we're going to get three and a half feet because somebody would say. You know, I went and did these life-saving precautions and we didn't get any snow. <laughs> you should always be prepared, though. It does look stormy, though. It's cloudy. It's overcast, windy. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I got another story on uh, police body cams I want to get to. The footage. This is another thing from local um, council. Um, I guess in the state. We'll get to this next hour because I'm going to run out of time here. You you sticking around? You got to leave soon, I think. But maybe get in on the first segment next hour because they they the state legislature allows the police departments now to charge like per video hour to get the camera footage. Um, I don't know. I guess they were getting backlog with getting all this stuff because there was a bunch of requests. So I want to hit on that. I also need to hit on um, 
the proposition. Remember Prop 123? Yeah. The sales tax, right? Uh, it wasn't. I don't know if it was a sales tax because uh, I called it that in my article, but I think it's more appropriately a, a um, the plan has to do with the state land endowment trust. Oh, okay. So, you know, the state and but it treasurer. But supposed to expire or something? It's supposed to expire, okay. yeah, the end of yeah. this year into next year. The state treasurer oversees the land trust plan, and it grows by a certain amount. every. It throws off a certain amount of interest. So let's, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just dial this back to um, private sector. It throws off a profit. It's not really a profit, but let's just go with that. It throws off a certain amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. So when you throw off a certain amount of money and you have an investment, the general rule is don't chew into your principal. Right. Right. I mean, if you got to live off the, you know, if you can reinvest the profit, the interest, the dividends or whatever, let's call it a dividend, uh, like with stocks, if you can reinvest it, that's even better. But if you have to live off the dividends, well, fine. But you don't live off more than what the dividends are. Right. Because then you draw down the principal. Yeah. The assets getting drawn down. And it's just like typical, you know? Typical leftists, you know, the governor is just like, she comes up with a number that Treasurer Yee, who, who we're reaching out to, she's been on the program in the past. She's like, you can't do this. You're going to bankrupt. What was her exact hmm. words? She called it dangerous and unsustainable, what the governor, governor was trying to do. Dangerous and unsustainable. She had another good word, word too. It's something about that it was going to bankrupt us or something. Um, yeah, here it is. Or break the, the bank. Fund. Yeah. It was going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. But the governor's just like, no, I'm just full speed ahead. Spend, 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 spend. So I'll talk about that, uh, plus much more uh, when we come back here in a few minutes. And I'd love your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, if you're heading out to Williams or if you're in the Williams area, the Rodeo Steakhouse, great steaks there. Oh, you got to check this out. And we got to get out there real soon, get some steaks. Uh, they got all different kinds of cuts. You know, if you're a steak, like aficionado. sir. Connoisseur, that's a better word. Fishing out, I think more like um, cigars or something <laughs> like that. Uh, go to the Rodeo Steakhouse, and um, they're going to take really, really good care of you there. Uh, and, and tell them I sent you. Get a great steak at the Rodeo Steakhouse right there in Williams. All right, um, come back. We'll hit on all that. I'll look for your comments as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I'll um, go suck on a, what are those things called? Halls? Lozenge. Lozenge. <laughs> Lozenge. Like the Davos girl. <laughs> Eco side. These people need a hobby. I mean, maybe I need a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on a hobby here during the break. All right, don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orton Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up The Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. That lozenge. Is it lozenge? It didn't work. <laughs> I'm fighting a cough each time. This happens to me a lot this time of year with the dryness. Yeah, it's just like a And you noticed that after trip. you got back from your trip. Oh, like the dehydrating. The first, that first night. Yeah. Dried. Yeah. Just like the, any moisture was just sucked right out. I'm looking for a monster humidifier. Like I'm thinking of turning our bedroom into like a, a tropical jungle. You know, like <laughs> the ceilings. It's, it's like going to be moldy in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be dripping and there's going to be like plants and... And monkeys and, you know, I vines and things. I need that at night. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, I saw one that's for like a whole house, like 2,000 yeah. square feet or so. I think I'm just going to put it in our room and close the door. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be all, I'm going to come in and it's going to be like, wow, it's, his voice sounds so much different. It's not all hoarse. And, yeah. Or maybe it's just talking behind this mic for, in our eighth year now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's naturally happening. Maybe yeah, I've opened my be, mouth up too much. Too might much. have opened. Might have talked too much last hour. <laughs> I just get nauseated watching these so-called public officials. Though it's it's frustrating yeah, because yeah. they're supposed to try at least. I mean, look, 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 look. I was on the city council in Flagstaff, and I was clear that I was a conservative. But I tried to, for the most part, at least. There may have been a few times where I was, you know, a little younger and came up with some 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 doozies, right? Yeah. I mean, imagine that, me, right? Yeah. And um, but generally speaking, I tried to compose myself as best as possible. I mean, there were thoughts in my head all the time, and I was like, mm, you know, yeah, really, this person saying that at the mic, but you know, but these are internal thoughts. Yeah. These guys have the um, internal thought machine. Stopper turned yeah, off the yeah, filter. Yeah. The filter. You well, know? and on top of that, they um, they don't, they just don't display. At least at this meeting, we were just talking about any critical thinking of. Nah. Okay, well, wait a second. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. You're telling me that private schools don't background check their staff. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. No one said anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, no matter where you fall in the political aisle. You should have common sense and critical thinking enough to think, well, that doesn't sound right. That can't be. Yeah. Like I said last hour, I'm willing to admit that in conservative areas, there's probably school boards where maybe they need to sprinkle a little, um, just somebody to at least a token leftist. Yeah, sure. Just so they can say, well, let me just bring up this one point. And then you can say, okay, yeah, I hear you. Okay. We vote four to one, you know, Uh you know, but in Flagstaff in particular in Coconino County, you're like, this is just nothing. It's like. It's 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 like the forty percent of the other people they represent just don't exist, yeah. or like some no. kind of I don't know, just alien creature that they don't want to get close. It's weird. It's mm-hmm. weird to watch. I hope they I hope they listen to this. They probably just think I'm crazy, so that's all right too, right? Yeah, they probably do. I mean, I think they're a little kooky, but I guess that's a problem in our well, country. Well, that, that's their problem though, is that they don't hear any other view. Yeah, so they don't even consider that at all. Yeah, and and they just. They can't imagine any other thinking. See, I, I, I could get a, a private school that like it's called like the ultimate wokest school and you send your kids there with the ESA money and that's just your thing. And you're like, I'm going to use my tax dollars that way. Uh-huh. I'm like, OK, I'm going to steer clear of that crap. Yeah. Right. Right. But I, I'm like, OK, whatever. Go do your thing. But they just can't understand why we're trying to get Someone away from would, them. Wouldn't want to they, go they're there. like, they're yeah. like, uh, they don't understand why we're just running yeah. from them. Yeah. In these public schools, where like, they're like, we don't know why we're. Lo-. They didn't even ask why. They, they they admitted they're losing kids and you know rolling oh, some yeah. down. Yeah. They didn't even ask why. They just think like I don't know if they think they're like getting abducted by aliens or something. They don't want yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. I have no idea. Maybe it's like 
like the rapture or something. Yeah. I, I, so I was recently thinking. talking to someone they that I've known that. for a number of years that formerly worked at a school in FUSD. Yeah. And while she was there for many years, there were several different principals. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that like about three principals ago, mm-hmm. when, when a student would withdraw from the school, that principal would say, well, why? Yeah, why? You know, why, why are they leaving? Are they yeah. moving? Are they going to a different school? They hate us. Yeah. Are they leaving town yeah. or, you know, whatever. Why? And then the next one, same was, well, I want to know why this person has left. Well, the current one that's been there for probably, I don't know, six, seven years now. Nope. This, no it, it's him. never, they, they, that person doesn't want to know why is not <laughs> curious. Why is never asked why. Any of the students have left. And especially lately, you would think when there's been a higher percentage of leaving and more and more all the time, it seems. Yeah. They would be curious. curious. They will eventually when they start losing funding and stuff like that. When Olivia left the um, charter school, they probably threw a party. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't want us. That that was very clear. Yeah. And I know everybody says this about these kids, but Olivia's super smart. Right. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you all know that you're here on the show and, and, um, it's, that's the kind of kid you like, like me when I was in school, you want to get rid of me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was just dragging the scores down yeah. and everything. Olivia though, you're like, that's like anchor stuff there. You oh, know? and that was identified early probably on. Day one, and what and did I'm, they do? Like we said, what we're did not they just do? saying that. Yeah. No, it was identified no. very, very early as, yes. um, very ahead for her age. Yes. What did they do? nothing nothing Nothing. you know it's oh we're gonna start these different pro nothing oh and it was like oh we'll put an extra project on her you know to do on the side or whatever and in her mind mind. she's like that's just more work for me yeah anyway anyway (laughs) all right hey if you're thinking about moving uh you think about selling your home uh call kelly broadest with the broadest properties group brokered by exp look she's got all the resources to help price your home fairly um, she still has the goal of selling her clients' homes for the most money possible, though. She puts so much into it. Uh, she puts her passion into it as well. Check out her five-star reviews. Google Kelly Broadus, B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S. She's got such a good team around her, too, that uh, she keeps selling people's homes time and time again for top dollar in, in a record amount of time. She's going to be on this week. I don't know which day because I've lost track of all time and reality at this point. But anyway, Kelly Broadus will be here and give you the first of the year first time visiting this year market update so stay tuned for all that uh and here's kelly broadus's number call her right now see what she can do for you selling or buying by the way she, her team her and her team will take care of both 888-446-5602 888-446-5602 or go online get an instant valuation at northern arizona finehomes.com all right uh let's hit on some other news items before you have to skid- skedaddle out the at the door and um Get our kids from the private school that, you know, there's no transportation, by the way. But I guess, hey, the public schools can barely provide that either. The high school yeah, kids, right? Yeah, there's barely transportation there. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're all in the same boat in that regard. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Your taxes aren't going down or anything. No. You know? Why? No. Yeah. They wouldn't do yeah, that. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, okay. The police uh, body cameras. Uh, Flagstaff was one of the first cities in the state to institute hey police got to wear these body cameras right mm-hmm. and i was it's actually like a little camera on their glasses yeah. right um 
glasses. Some have it on or, the, the, okay, the chest, so um, the, different. the vest okay, okay. or whatever. Uh-huh. It depends, yeah. But I think, yeah, there are various places, right? Okay. And uh, Flagstaff instituted that. I was actually part of that when I was on the council there. I thought it was a good idea. They keep, I, uh, my take on it was when a, when a police officer's badge, you obviously want to weed that out, right? And that happens. Right. People are Just people. like any other profession. Just like any profession. Sometimes you are going to get a bad cop. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. But part of the reason why I really pushed for it and eventually got it passed to get body cam on the, on the um, police Flagstaff PD was I thought that in most cases they wound up getting exonerated. Right. Because, you know, if they you don't have video. Or something yeah. and then they you watch can the video. prove that actually, yeah. no, that's not how it happens. I, I think that happens more than, than you realize where it's like, yeah, this person was out of their mind and they had to subdue them yeah. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when there's a bad cop, you, it's happened. Yeah. It's happened in Flagstaff. It's happened in your city. Um, so anyway, they, they have those body cams, but the body cam footage is also available Anything that your public officials do is is available to get freedom of information request, request the documentation. They yeah. have to provide that. They may drag their feet and this and that. But anyway, what's been happening, I guess, is they're getting a lot of requests for the for the body cam footage. Uh, Flagstaff PD said they got 136 requests for footage last year, and it took about 200 hours of time to process because they do have to go through it. And there's some redactions on some things, privacy concerns, other yeah. people, things like that. I mean, yeah. you know, so somebody has to like manually go through that. Maybe at one day they'll get the AI. You just get a robot to do mm-hmm. right. Uh, in the Arizona legislature last year, they passed a maximum fee allowed um, to access public for the public to access uh, police body cam footage, and that maximum fee is forty six dollars per video hour. So, hey, which to me, I, I don't think you'd ever get more than an hour of video footage. Yeah. You'd think it would be right, okay. like one altercation yeah. or one instance is what, 10 minutes, Yeah, minutes, Angela gets minutes. arrested again. <laughs> You've you never been arrested, right? No. Hey, we can look that up. You did pass the FBI background check. I did. Or I don't know if it's FBI. The background, the background check. background check, yeah. Um, Fingerprint dr- check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Hobbs and the gang is saying that, you know, private schools, they're not doing background checks. And Angela had to get it just to drive the kid across kids across town <laughs> on a field trip. Um, I've done the full workup, like yeah. the FBI one before. Surprisingly, nothing came back. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. How long can these incidents, inc- incidents, incidents be? Hour less? Max. Just forty six yeah, bucks, I mean, maybe. Okay. The flags. Look, look. Flagstaff City Council voted. I don't know if it's unanimous. They voted in support of, or will be at an upcoming meeting. They discuss this, um, charging the max. Right, and I think most councils. So will if do someone this. goes and says, "Well, I want the body cam footage of this this arrest whatever, at whatever, whatever," yeah, then they can charge forty six dollars per, per video, video hour. hour. Yeah, okay. And, you so know, then, I mean, it's not an unreasonable amount, no. and it might weed out the people that are just wanting to see just because you know maybe they're not going to pay it. Well, yeah. What if you just like have a social media site and I just like showing body camera footage from Officer Orvitz over there? Mm -hmm. Uh, Angela's just like, we just want to put that body camera footage out there. And so I just keep requesting it. I don't know if this is kind of a bizarre thing I'm thinking of, but it's like, okay, I just keep doing that. And all of a sudden it's like, they have to provide it. But now it's 46 bucks an hour. Each time. Okay. I think 46 bucks is still... You know, within reason. And, and you know, uh, opponents of this are saying, hey, oh, it's going to stop someone from getting it. I mean, if, if you truly are in a position where you feel like a crime has been committed or um, 
um, injustice. Or you got arrested yeah. falsely yeah. or something. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. pay for the first hour. <laughs> Send me an email. I mean, seriously, it's like, I, I think that plenty of, there's plenty of ways to conjure up 46 mm-hmm, bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see people creating those stupid, um, yeah, fund me. What is it? Go oh, fund. Go fund me it's like for stuff. every yeah. little cause. Yeah. Oh, I want to have a day off. Yeah. Go fund me. Yeah. You know, I need a birthday cake. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually I would agree with them. Um, there's still a bunch of leftists on there, but I actually think they got this one right. So yeah, right. <laughs> well, we've asked for information before from like FUSD or, or you know other places, and they charge you to give it to you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's whether it's like oh, we charge per copy of paper, you know, per piece of paper. Or as long as it's reasonable, it's something, yeah, but it's yeah. like a couple dollars. Yeah, or as long something. as it's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but then part of you also thinks. Here's the other side of this. Let me just back step a little bit here because I could see some emails it's like I coming. I pay in. my taxes. Yeah, so, I pay my yeah. taxes. Mm-hmm. And it's like the city of Flagstaff's budget has doubled, as Rob Wilson pointed out last mm-hmm. week. It's doubled in in, yeah. in, in 10 years. Uh-huh. So it's like then part of me is like, never mind. Don't ask me for 46 bucks. Yeah. Ask, ask one of the uh, the city staffers that they're making six figures, like yeah. the upper, like the city manager. Say, hey, can you spare? Can yeah. you spare an hour? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Cottonwood. Cottonwood. Um, Identified, and you got to leave soon. I know. I'm, I'm watching the clock. Cottonwood police have identified, this is from Fox 10, uh, two suspects arrested um, in, well, in Cottonwood for <laughs> for a bunch, of, a bunch of drugs. Well, one of them was a former corrections officer. Uh, Cottonwood has had a lot of these issues mm-hmm. where I see these drug arrests and things like that. I, I should get the stats. And if you all live down there, wonder what's, what's going on. But for a small town, these things happen mm-hmm. far too often. Uh, one handgun, these two people were arrested, one handgun, one of them was a former um, corrections officer, 1,035 fentanyl pills, 7.2 grams of powder fentanyl, five, 15.2 grams of meth, uh, one gram of PCP. Wow, these people were going for it here. <laughs> I didn't know PCP was still a thing. I know, right? I thought that was like a 70s thing. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. 2.5 Alprazolam pills, also known as Xanax. Okay. 2.5. They cut one in half. That's, and this, this final one, two 10 millimeter, milliliter vials of testosterone. Oh. Oof. I didn't know that was illegal, but in, in fact, there's probably, some, there. it's probably some, some, some um, male members of our society that need a little more <laughs> testosterone if we're going to be honest about it, right? Right? Oh, we talking, say that, weren't yeah. we sure. talking about this yesterday? We need a, some, more, some more men in this country. Uh, I didn't you know? hear yesterday's, but yeah, probably. That wasn't you? Oh, that was Mark Cowley. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about, hey, we need more we need more men to step up yeah. in this country. And I yeah. think there may be a testosterone shortage. So I'd redistribute that. But the other stuff, you know, dangerous stuff. You know, That's 1,035 scary stuff. Yeah, fentanyl pills and this stuff is just, it, and, and I point this out because it's, uh, it's infected even the smallest of, of mm-hmm. communities out there. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's absolutely everywhere. So crazy. Uh, let's see one more photo and then I'll let you go. We'll, we'll go to break here and you can take off. Photo radar ban is advancing in the Arizona legislature. I brought this up last week as some of the bills were watching some of the many, but last week there's 500 introduced. I'm sure it's, I'll try to check it for tomorrow's show. I'm sure we're well over a thousand bills at this point. Senator Wendy Rogers proposed a bill. She's of our district, mm-hmm. LD7. And she wants to ban the use of photo radar by your local municipalities. These these nuisance cameras right. that are out there. They're catching red light. That are catching the red light and, runners. And, yeah, um, speeding. You know, the, the, and I, I'm assuming that, we'll see. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I'm sure the Arizona uh, League of Towns and Cities will be all over this one. Um, because, you know, this is, they like putting those up and they generate revenue yeah. and this and that. But uh, 
I don't know. Can we put more money into maybe some more officers in certain critical areas? I see. I say it all the time. I seventeen there, certain areas. Yeah. Um, sometimes I see no patrolling. I'm sure there's stretched then DPS. It'd be nice to get a lot more patrol going in those areas because people are just they're they're whipping by, and I was like, where is somebody? Because mm-hmm. there's no. I'm doing seventy five, and I'm like standing still here. Yeah. No, oh, this is like dangerous. So anyway, that passed the transportation committee by a vote of four to three. I assume it would be four Republicans and three Democrats, but that's just an assumption I'm making, mm-hmm. considering it's Wendy Rogers' bill. And then it just has to go before, um, probably got to go before Rules Committee real quick, and then it goes to the legislature for a final vote. So let's see if it, they, she has tried and other members have tried to pass before. this yeah. uh, many, many, many times before. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see if it actually makes it this time. All right, she's out of here. She's got to go um, use our hard-earned money to pick up kids and pay taxes. And um, go do that. Pay and for extracurriculars. Pay for extra. And she has been fully vetted by the background check, so <laughs> she's good to go. Uh, and while you're out there, Angela, stop by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Uh, it is Wing Wednesday. Pick me up a dozen wings, please. Mild, right. though. I don't want, I don't want the um, super spicy. I'm off the spice for a little while because it's, just, it's yeah, getting heartburn. You need to cut back. I dropped the spice and the, the heartburn's gone. So maybe that's what it was. I don't know. That's, that's all you need to know about my health okay, for no today. Spice. No spice, but stop on by um, Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Get some great wings because it's half price on the wings today, which is a phenomenal deal. Uh, plus, check out their great uh, $4 menu. Uh, it was yesterday. I just had stuff off their $4 menu yesterday. Check it out. Go to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row, just north of downtown, right there in the Bastion Shopping Center with plenty of parking. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. I've been investing in physical gold and silver for many years. Um, the world's gone crazy, and I look at it as like an insurance policy. Maybe it's a good time for you to learn about this as well. If you haven't done it already, call Desert Gold Exchange. Mention the Jeff Orvitt Show. They will send you a free investor's kit. Plus, if you mention the show, they're just going to treat you like gold. Um, they do a great job. I talk to Justin and his team often about questions about, hey, what's the best thing to buy here when you're talking physical silver or physical gold? And they'll run you through all that. Plus, they've got a guarantee here. They keep their overhead low, so they have the lowest commissions you're going to find. And like I said, that is absolutely guaranteed. Call Desert Gold Exchange right now or look it up desert gold exchange desert gold exchange give a stab at this one here um just reading this one a little bit during the break i will try to bring in someone who is more knowledgeable than me which um when it comes to legal matters is a lot of people but the supreme court was hearing this case over the chevron decision a long time ago this happened where the decisions um so the judges around the country were really relegating decisions back to the administrative state as far as did you violate this issue did you violate that issue you know all these rules that they make it's kind of similar to 
you know, Congress has relegated their authority to the administrative state in many instances as well. They basically say, hey, you guys make rules, rules, and they're out of that legislative process on so many things. So the agencies of which who knows how many there actually even are around this country anymore, right? They create these rules, which are essentially, they aren't, it's not even essentially, they are laws, right? And they're just creating these rules, creating these rules. And then what, for for a long time, the judges were just referring back, referring back to the agencies to make a ruling on the rules that they were making. Like, yeah, Jeff, you violated that and you're going to um, face these penalties and, you know, these repercussions, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, the cons- the Supreme Court heard the case. Uh, somebody brought it forward. Supreme Court signals, this is from the Hill, that it will claw back federal agency power. And the conservative justices on there indicated that this has gone on way too long, basically way too far in, in scanning the article. Um, and that, you know, this something's got to uh, sh- should that be a clue that some some something needs to be fixed here? When they're talking about all the criticism of how the um, administrative state has been able to not only be the the rule maker, the lawmaker, but oftentimes the judge and the jury on so many things uh, that you can violate in this country nowadays. Now, the three liberals, um, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Katanji Brown Jackson, express, expressed opposition to overturning Chevron. Uh, they emphasize the desire to defer to subject matter experts, the experts at agencies with ambiguous, complicated policy issues arise rather than having a judge attempt to draw the line. Translated, we've got to let the technocrats, the people that are very specialized, very smart, kind of like the wizards on the hill in the castle, the wizard behind the curtain, whatever. Um, they're the ones that have to decide this stuff. They're so smart and these issues are so complicated. A judge couldn't do that. You couldn't have a fair case in front of a judge. No, the technocrats need to take care of it. So it looks like maybe that administrative state will be clawed back a little bit. We shall see. We've had hopes and optimism before, but it seems like we all keep pressing and pressing. And you, the good news is, there are there is some progress, and really, if you go back, uh, had Trump not been president, we wouldn't have the Supreme Court to make up the way it is, quite frankly. And there's been some good cases that have gone through there that have helped um, save this country or prolong <laughs> prolong the eminent destruction here that these people are trying to cause. So I guess that's good news. I'll try to bring someone in, and I wish I had more detail on it. I was just scanning through it here real quick. Um, but I knew this case was there, and hopefully we can knock down the administrative state just a little bit more. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Send in those comments. Try to get to those here in just a few minutes. And, uh, hey, if your smartphone's broken, stop by Just Wireless. That's a great, you know, all these people traveling on jets to Davos and, you know, saving the world by consuming a bunch of uh, jet fuel and this and that. Um, you can do it right at home. You don't even have to go to Davos. You can get your smartphone repaired and then it's not going in the landfill or the materials and these materials are being mined all over the place, oftentimes in not so great conditions for people uh, to, to make new smartphones. You can get a new to you refurbished smartphone from just wireless and save a ton of money so stop on by there just wireless is right on milton avenue as i-17 comes into flagstaff and uh you can also check them out at just that's just wirelessaz.com Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
listening to The Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Namarco's Pizza. Order online at namarcospizza.com. This is The Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Comments, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love hearing from you. Um, just a couple show notes here. I will have former state representative Walt Blackman on the program. I think that's tomorrow, on tomorrow's show. I'm trying to get all the LD7 candidates in, and I just got to start early and have a lot of, and it's not just LD7, it's going to be LD1. Um, the congressional races, the U.S. Senate race, um, there's a lot of, and some local races we're going to focus on. So I, I really just got to keep bringing these folks in and try to help you out in deciding who you, who you want to vote for. There's six people running for that LD7 House seat for only two spots. So Walt Blackman will be back tomorrow. As you know, he's a former state representative. We'll hit him up on the budget because he's very familiar with that process and was there while that budget really climbed up over the years and got to the point right now where – even with the cuts that's being proposed by Governor Hobbs, because they have to have a balanced budget, even with those cuts, it's going to be the third largest budget ever. So I don't know what they're all complaining. About. Everybody's flipping out about, oh, the ESA, oh, the kids, and they're all causing this. That's like 400 million of the, you know, 16 point something billion dollar budget they're going to have. I mean, give me a break here, you know, give me a break. So uh, we'll, we'll talk with Walt Blackman and we've got a lot of more candidates come in, come through uh, throughout the whole, you know, election process here over the next few months. Uh, let's see a couple of odds and ends I want to hit on here before we run out of time. Treasuries, U.S. Treasuries, especially the 10 year Treasury note is at a five week high. And I did a quick some quick back of the napkin math with the crayons uh, with treasuries up to four. It's about 4.1% is the average 10 year yield on the, on the 10 year note. That's up a lot. That's like double or more what it was just a year or two, you know, the past couple of years when we had super low artificially crushed down interest rates. The problem is, as you know, we've increased the national debt and the amount of debt that needs to be serviced tremendously. I can't, I got this number. 7.6, 7.6, I found and I dug this one up. It's all, you can find all this stuff if you spend an enormous amount of time digging and digging. Uh, $7.6 trillion in treasuries is coming due this year. $7.6 trillion. And a lot of those will get sold off and they'll try to, you know, 10 years, a common one, but it could even be shorter term debt. Um, you know, we'll just have to see what the market bears. Uh, I don't think the market's going to really bear this, though, because I don't think there's enough buyers out there to consume $7.6 trillion in U.S. debt, in U.S. overspending. A lot of places are tapped out themselves. We ain't the only jacked up overspending government in the world. Most governments, almost every government in the world has overspent for decades and is in serious, 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 serious financial trouble. You never hear about it. You never hear about it, but it's, it's a huge problem. So who's going to consume this $7.6 trillion that's coming due this year of the 30, let's call it 35 trillion because we're going to be there really quick of the 35 trillion in debt, uh, 7.6 trillion at the new 4.1% interest rate is about $280 billion in interest payments just on that portion of the debt, just interest, just interest. I mean, we're financing, we're financing the interest payments at this point. 
That's not, that's not good. That's why I said we're in a debt spiral at this point. It's just the snowball is starting to roll down the hill and it gets pretty big and crazy as it gets down that hill pretty far, right? It starts consuming whole villages at that point. Uh, get this. When I did an article up at talkwithjeff.com two weeks ago, two weeks ago exactly, we just crossed the $34 trillion debt mark for the first time in U.S. history, right? Since then, get, get this, two weeks, four, that's 14 days. We've added, how much, how, much, how much do you think we've added to the national debt in 14 days? How much? $43 billion. That's crazy. We have added to the national debt in two weeks, $43 billion. Oh, man. Insane. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, don't forget about my good friends out at Timberline Firearms and Training, where they push and practice and share with you by training uh, gun safety and proficiency, taking you from that beginner level to intermediate to expert levels. They have all different kinds of training opportunities out at Timberline Firearms and Training, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Start start taking advantage of this great opportunity right in our backyard. Timberline Firearms and Training including Stop the Bleed course every month. Very good one there. And that one's free. They offer that one for free. Call them up and book that early. Uh, but also take advantage of their other great courses, first time uh, to, to firearms, um, intermediate handgun training. I, I mean, so many great training courses to bring you to that next level. 928-526-7900. 928-526-7900. Or take a drive five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Check out their indoor shooting range. Check out their firearms, ammunition, Liberty safes. I got one of those right there. Timberline Firearms and Training. Check it out. Support a great northern Arizona company and visit them at TimberlineFirearms.us. Okay, Uh, another issue here. Uh, Katie Hobbs came up with this idea to extend Proposition 123. I called it a tax extension earlier in the day when I released that article. Uh, It's not really a tax um, per se. It's it's from the state land trust program. So we did correct that. Uh, I'm putting a lot of stuff up there and it takes us a lot of time. So if you haven't subscribed up at talkwithjeff.com to the news feed that we put out there, and it's usually one or two items a day. We're not selling the information, you know, your email address or anything like that. It's just a way for us to connect and, and get this stuff flowing. Can you please subscribe? talkwithjeff.com, talkwithjeff.com. You just got to enter your email address and then you'll get this things like this proposal on uh, extending Proposition 123. Uh, State Treasurer Treasurer Kimberly Yee, who I have Isabel working on behind the scenes right now to try to get her on the program, get her back on the program here in the next couple weeks to break this down, uh, probably in a more intelligent manner than I can, but I'll, I'll give it a shot here. She says that if we go with Hobbs' plan to extend... Prop 123 for the next 10 years at the rate she's proposing uh, that it will break the bank here in Arizona. Uh, so this thing passed years back to fund additional, you know, more money going into public education. Uh, and it uses a state, the Arizona's Permanent Land Endowment Trust which has all kinds of things, including land, et cetera, et cetera. And the person who oversees that is the state treasurer. It's kind of like the invest the state's investment, right? And the governor's proposal would extend the tax for 10 more years. But what she's trying to do is squeeze more money out of the fund. Uh, she wants to take it from, it was at 6.9% is what they were squeezing out of uh, the distributions from the, the state, the, the land, the empowerment trust fund. 
Uh, she wants to take it from 6.9% up to 8.9%. So I think I talked about this last hour when Angela was with us. Basically, look at the state land trust as in private sector terms, you've, terms, you've invested in a bunch of stocks or something and it's thrown off dividends. It's throwing off, let's call it a profit. It's throwing off interest. Uh, it's throwing off a, a positive return. So you like to take that money and maybe you're retired and you live off that money, right? It's like, I've got all these stocks. I bought Apple in 1998. I almost bought Apple in 1998 at like 12 bucks a share. I was like, ah, oh, I should just pick up a hundred shares. Well, one of those mistakes you miss, right? Anyway, but you, you bought Apple in 1998 and you're getting a bunch of dividends and you live off those, uh, and good for you, by the way, you live off the dividends and, but you don't eat into, you're not selling the shares, you're not selling, you're not dipping into the principal, right? And this is common investment stuff here. This is not, this is not rocket scientists or science. Um, so anyway, you want to make sure that you're not going above what it's returning as far as what you're drawing out. Hobbs wants to go to eight point, where'd that number go? 8.9%, increasing from 6.9%. But Treasurer Kimberly Yee is saying, hey, this is going to quote unquote break the bank. It's going to break the bank because the average return that she's anticipating on this fund, and you know how these projections are. She could be way off. She could be way off in a, in a highway. Uh, she's saying it's, it's returning 5.45%. Okay, so we were drawing 6.9%, which is more, right? Right. It's more than 5.45%. Hobbs wants to draw even more, more money. Return is 5.445%. Let's call it 5.5. Return is 5.5%. Hobbs wants to take almost 9%. That doesn't work. Where these people, where do they come up with this math? Do they have anybody just look and fact check this stuff and, and look at the returns and say, hey, what are returns at? You can't do that. And, and uh, Treasurer Yee is saying, hey, yeah, you need to dial this back. It needs to be, you can do 5% because I'm projecting 5.5%. So you better make it 5%. Unbelievable. So, yeah, because she wants money. She wants 2.5% of distribution to go to general school funding, $257 million there. 4.4% of the distribution will raise educator compensation, so teacher pay, another $347 million. 1.5% of distribution will increase support staff compensation, another $118 million. Half percent of distribution will invest in school capital for safety and security. Must be those background checks. I don't know. $39 million over 10 years. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Hopefully, um, you know, this has to go through the legislature. I'm not sure if this has to go back out to the voters or not, uh, but I know it has to go to the legislature. Hopefully, they have their pencils sharpened and they recognize that the math just doesn't work on Hobbs' plan. Anyway, that's up at talkwithjeff.com. Check that article out. And again, I appreciate it if you would uh, subscribe to the my top news picks every day. And I try to get one or two out there to keep you informed primarily uh, primarily what's going on in the state of Arizona. Hey, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass first. They'll get that fixed before it spreads to the rest of your windshield, costing you a expensive uh, total glass repair replacement, was what I should say. Um, rock chip repairs take only 10 to 15 minutes. You hear that pop noise, sounds like a bullet hitting the windshield, so sometimes it just shocks you. Uh, you get in there quick fix it. They can take care of it in about 10 to 15 minutes. Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Back in a minute.
Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. If you missed my first hour with Angela, I've gotten a couple emails about that already. I highly recommend you listen back to the podcast, talkwithjeff.com, talkwithjeff.com, subscribe there. Or if you're any of your podcast providers on your phone, because uh, I, I hit on the, the public school system, and in particular, my favorite school district, Flagstaff Unified School District, pretty hard because they, they deserve it. You watch this meeting they had last week, and you're like, what planet are these people living on? How do you, how can can you possibly rip and jump on Hobbs bandwagon of, Hey, private schools, you know, we got to put in legislation here because they're not background checking people and they don't have the same standards as us. When I talk to private schools, they do background, background to parents to drive kids to the, you know, to the, the field trip across town. It's, it's so ignorant what they were saying in that meeting. Right. But, but what's even worse is it's hypocritical because, Right before they were a, a gasp over the Hobbs and her push to get these private schools to do background checks, which most already do, they just, it was like literally 10 minutes earlier in the meeting, they fired somebody who, a, a bus driver who was accused of trying to lure a, a minor for sexual exploitation. And I'm, and now they just did it real quick, quick vote. And I'm like, did they do a, background check on the bus driver i'm sure they did and they're sitting there they're like oh the private 10 minutes later the private schools the private schools they're not doing background checks and we need to do that after they just fired somebody for something that you think would have been screened out in a background check i don't know i can't catch everything right but they just don't even see that they don't even see it so hey anyway uh listen back to that first hour if you can share it with your friends uh let's grow this thing more let's grow it with the podcast subscribe to all the efforts we're putting forward to get you news items uh, nearly every day out there. What's mostly what's going on in your state? What's happened to the? Because you got places like the Drudge Report. What what happened to the Drudge Report? Remember that used to be the thing. Used to be more conservative leaning. I mean, everything is just ripping Trump, ripping Trump. Now they got a picture of him holding up his hand, and he has some blood on his hand. I don't know what happened, but it's like the headline is it looks like syphilis. It's like really. This is it's nonstop with the Drudge Report uh, all the time, just ripping and ripping and ripping and putting headlines in there like that. I did see something, though, on there because I check it every day. I kind of have to. I check, you know, MSNBC. I check CNN. I go through all this stuff so that way you don't have to hurt your brain, you know, doing it yourself. Uh, but there's a link to the Daily Wire and the headline is and it, it's interesting. It's sad in a way for me because. I've been, I'm in my eighth year doing this show and I've been warning about the debt spiral and bubble that's coming. And I think when we started the show, it was like $17 trillion or something. It's like double. Everything's doubled in, you know, a short period of time in a decade or less in this country. I, I've spent so much time warning about the debt situation and that this is the biggest, most critical threat to our nation, to our republic, to national security that we will face in the future. And I see, sadly, signs of more and more of the corporate dying legacy, old, we used to call mainstream media, coming around to this more and more that this is an item of discussion. I just told you about treasuries that are coming due, and there's over $7 trillion in, in uh, debt coming due here just this year alone, and how we've, what was the number, $34 billion in debt accruement, in, in you know, the interest is racked up. 
in in 14 days another another 34 billion on the 34 trillion dollars in debt the headline here the eye-popping interest payment spike on our national debt and this whole article is talking about Basically, what I'm saying, which is we got a heck of a problem. Uh, we were spending a few hundred thousand dollars on debt payments. Now, people like, um, you know, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Ken, Ken Griffin, Mark Cuban, Ray Dalio, and George Soros uh, is all saying that the, the debt payments and the interest payments is a problem. Uh, adding up to $726 billion um, net interest. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's what this article is saying. I'm wrong on that. I'm scanning this quick. What this is saying is their net worth combined is $726 billion. These guys aren't warning on it. What do they care? Um, meanwhile, the net interest on our national debt is going to be $730 billion. So this idea that you're going to tax the billionaires like those guys and pay this all off is crazy. You're not even going to pay the interest payment. These people are insane. They're driving us off a cliff. I'd love to hear from you. Get your comments in. I'll share it on tomorrow's show. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And yeah, please listen back to that um, first hour. You should be concerned with your local school board. You should be watching this stuff because it's a real clown show out there. And I'm watch- I watched this video of the Flagstaff Unified School District. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Get yourself to get, get some composure. There's no one that had any composure in this meeting. I got a link in the podcast coming up so you can, if you really want to numb your brain, you can watch it. Um, and like I said, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I appreciate everyone who does that. Rumble, YouTube, um, all the podcast providers out there as well. Hope you all have a great, safe night. Take care. Back here tomorrow. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orton Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area. Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four-bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single-room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com. Or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. Community.